love that because from that experience i feel like i end up laughing at myself a lot which i think is good like i feel like don't take yourself too seriously like just mm. do something do it even if it doesn't work out be able to laugh at yourself and also like it made me really even thinking about this and i'm thinking i was so fearless back then hi and welcome back to the tea with nikki we're pro tea not anti coffee and what i do on the tea with nikki is interview incredible women who are industry leaders whether it is from the corporate space to sports fields or entrepreneurship today i sit down with our beautiful future females kenyan ambassador marsha ada Marsha Ada has had an incredible journey and has done a fellowship with Google. Marsha has worked on different entrepreneurial levels from corporate impact and government impact. She has also spearheaded the National Creative Economy Development Strategy. She is passionate about helping creatives find the right policies in this technological space and will be launching her own business. She's done a soft launch and now she's planning on doing a global launch where creators from all over the world from content creators youtube creators and musicians and everyone in between where they can see legal advice on how to enter legal partnerships future females has also partnered with the uk take up and will be launching a business school in kenya so if you are in kenya or know anyone who wants to join a business incubator accelerator program please reach out to Marsha she is passionate about female entrepreneurship and helping women start their dream we speak about Marsha's love for Nancy Drew and how that pushed her and encouraged her to find herself in policy and governance in the corporate and entrepreneurial space and we also speak about why she started 51st coffees which is not that much different from the tea with Nikki i hope that you enjoy and feel her passion shine through so i know that you've quite a rich background in policy and governance what drew you to this career choice honestly i stumbled upon it like for real for real let me give you a bit of a background when i finished uni i had studied law for my undergrad so immediately i finished university i went to intern at a law firm i mean like that's that's practice that's standard practice yeah. right i was interning at a law firm and this was before i went to kenya school of law that's where we call the law governing body here where you sit for the bar exam then you are admitted for the bar so that was before i did the bar exam i went to uh, intern at a law firm and i really loved the people there because i made friends like with the partners and everybody but i didn't like litigation oh. like the process of just going to court i didn't like that yeah so i started looking at other ways in which i felt like i would um, appreciate law better and that led me to arbitration and mediation conciliation then policy work that's what got me interested in this so even by the time i was going to do the bar i was already thinking that i think i want to do policy work i wasn't sure which field then later on is when i thought like oh my goodness like it's policy work i can think about the field later on and i was really like happy that i settled in on that especially with my chance to work with google with me, which made me really feel like ooh this is what i want to do yeah speaking about google what was it like to work for google what was it exactly that you did when working for them yeah so they have this thing called the emea fellowship program and what they essentially do is they get a number of graduates 
who have a legal background and are interested in doing policy work for like technology in the technology space and social media digital space like all that so what i did is i applied for it and i remember it was a rigorous application it um i think it took about uh, two months or something and they're just phone calls the whole time but yeah so when i got it i was so happy like the law firm wasn't my only option i think that was what i was so happy about first and <laughs> and then next i was so excited because i just the prospect of even meeting the other fellows in the program because we had people from Israel we had people from South Africa we had people from Malawi we had someone from Dublin and Ireland we had a number of people so it was so amazing for me like to just bond with all these people yeah. this is coming from somebody who's never really left i had never left kenya i think i just got been to the border of Tanzania but I've never left <laughs> so um this was really exciting for me so what I was doing for them is we were a team that were coming up with new policies governing the use of social media in the region my region was africa i remember we attended a number of conferences and i remember when this was the first time i actually traveled i went to the international generation like it was amazing like working with the un it was really fantastic and what we were doing is we were just behind the people creating the gdpr policies you know when you got the website and that you have to showcase your privacy policy it's now like a must to do that so we were doing that we were behind i remember I was the, in the team that we were actually coming up with the youtube flagging policy like when you can actually flag what in which dimensions you can actually flag videos for maybe explicit content or just propaganda fake news things like that so it was really exciting yeah that was a very good thing um i did that for 18 months and then it ended and i was very sad i think i cried when that ended <laughs> but it was a very it was a very beautiful experience <laughs> That sounds amazing. And what are you doing currently now? Right now I am building a business. So weird saying that. But yeah, so right now I'm doing something called um FFC Legal and PR. What I am doing is I am creating innovative legal solutions for freelancers and creatives. Why I saw the need for this is that I feel like a number of freelancers or small business owners or even creatives, let's say the influencers and the YouTube creators and even photographers, even musicians when you drop in talent, a number of them when they're just starting out don't have access or cannot afford proper legal representation. and they end up paying for it dearly yeah. so what i'm essentially doing is creating um innovative solutions that are catered to these individuals so that they can access affordable more accessible and more curated options to sort of safeguard them from incurring problems later on in is this only for kenya or can i reach out to you and you can start helping me already as well <laughs> Yes, of course. Like um of course right now it's I'm just doing it in Kenya, but I want it to be like digital. It's I don't want to say it's a law firm because I'm not going to do any litigation. What I'm doing is preparing you so that you do not have to do litigation along the way. 
you know like it's kind of preventative so you can come through i'm looking to sign up a number of consultants on the board and i want them to be from across the globe like i want you to be able to book a consultation with even um, maybe a litigator or an advocate or somebody in the pr legal legal situation who's in south africa somebody who's in kenya somebody's in the states because right now anything we're doing digitally we cannot restrain like something to a particular region because even when you're doing the tea with nikki you have i'm sure you have listeners in sweden listeners in ireland listeners in you know australia yeah. yeah so when you are actually governing um doing something like that and you want to make the most out of it it's good to get a global perspective and get like uh, solutions that are catered to your product as an individual or as a creator i love that so any creators digital creators content creators youtubers influencers everyone all alike we're we know where to go now we come to you <laughs> yes yes i can't wait like i'm just about to launch it though i've been i've been in operation for around like um kind of 4 months now okay. but it's like soft like i just did a soft launch so i'm kind of very excited for the website to go up and everything and i could also showcase some of the clients i've been working on with in the mid time so it's very it's pretty exciting <laughs> Amazing. So, I know that you're also our Future Females Kenyan ambassador. How did you find out about Future Females and why did you opt to become an ambassador? Oh my goodness. I found out um Future Females when I was actually applying for a job at uh, Meltwater. <laughs> and I remember I went I attended the interviews. I I reached the final like lot and they actually took us out for dinner, like the final the final candidates. I think we were we were four of us and at this dinner I started bonding with this lady and she was amazing and she's just telling me about all these things she's doing and all these places she's gone to um in terms of travel and things like that and we bonded so much and this lady happened to be Philippa so Philippa Dodds is actually um a director and a shareholder at Future Figures right so when I was bonding with her like this is a lady that i hadn't even seen as in the interview process like she just appeared at the dinner and she sat across from me she wasn't even seated next to me she sat across from me and but we were having like the best conversations ever like just shouting across the table in between like sounds like full yeah like it was amazing and she was just telling me about this uh, about future females and the trajectory it had been making and how it was just founded in 2017 and it was amazing for me like i was really drawn to her energy and how confident she spoke about her, her achievements and how ambitious she was as a person and i was like wow i i would love to have this here you know and i mm. remember after that meeting um we were, we were just talking and after that meeting i looked her up on linkedin <laughs> i looked her up on linkedin and i connected with her and later when i just got a message and about future females and i was like can i do this i want to do this in nairobi and it moved so fast before i knew it i was on phone with lauren lauren is one of the co-founders and i was on the phone with sasha i love sasha <laughs> so we were just talking and planning the launch i feel like future females has always been a part of me and yet we're just on our first year anniversary so that says a lot like this is something i feel like was just 
meant to be mm. yeah so that that was my introduction and i ended up launching it in Nairobi last year august we had a beautiful launch and i feel we are growing a beautiful community in uh, Nairobi and in Kenya in general and right now we are so excited because the future females business school has partnered with the uk kenya tech hub and we're bringing the business school accelerator to kenya starting this amazing October. that's so yeah. exciting so like you know i'm so excited and uh, like just to see you know what entrepreneurs in kenya are up to like what are these big business ideas they're building and actually help them do it so it's been a very amazing time so you and i when we first started our conversation now we're talking about how you have a podcast series and i have this interview series what inspired you to start 51st coffees i had been thinking of doing something of the sort for around like 6 months like this just because i discovered podcasts and i was listening to a lot of them yeah <laughs> you know like um I was listening to podcasts in tra- on travel like when I was traveling I was listening to them in my spare time so I started like feeling like oh my god this is such a good way to speak with people and generally I have always loved speaking to people just connecting to people with people and learning about their stories and just like finding out what keeps them going and just listening to their funny stories I feel like when you speak to people without even them knowing they sort of inspire you and you inspire them in turn like it doesn't even have to be intentional and then I feel like the more conversations we have the more we feel like we are so connected and so similar no matter what place we are in and no matter what stage in life we are in so that's what uh, drove me to 50 fast coffees I just wanted to speak to people who I felt like were curious and ambitious and were passionate and were chasing goals and these are young people like they're people who they don't they're not full of themselves they they're still figuring it out like they yeah. have dreams they have aspirations they are in the process of figuring it out but they're so like determined to do something with like their life or something that they, they have focus so i wanted to speak to such people and then now during this um the quarantine and the lock those are locked down and the way the like just the, the whole pandemic the way no one saw this coming and it was changing everything i felt like now more than ever we needed to hear more and more of these conversations of people just moving forward but quick one as well before i forget to ask when is the kenyan business school going to be launched the future females oh we just launched it on friday actually already so yeah so it's live the links are live um if you're in kenya and you want to join we're looking for 30 um applicants just like come through and it's 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 live we, i'm so excited about this <laughs> that's so exciting and you're going to be the business school coordinator in kenya Yes, yes. I'm going to be the yeah, the project coordinator. So I'm very excited to meet this women. That's so awesome. Brings me to the question that I ask everyone when they come on to the tea with Nikki is what does feminine leadership mean to you? For me, feminine leadership means that this is creative leadership. Like it means that we are not looking at necessarily like how do I put it? I had this all in my mind now I'm going to wing it cuz I've been flustered. I feel like feminine leadership to me is 
leading from a place of emotional intelligence and leading from a place of inner strength and also leading from a place of creativity and innovation and intelligence that necessarily does not necessitate necessitate that that's a gender for someone yeah mm. so all the people who have this should be at the table where decisions are being made that is what i believe i believe in like um having women have a say on on their matters like we cannot have people speak on our matters honestly we deserve to have our voice in our our situations and i also believe that there's this strength that women have in terms of nature and nurturing i believe once we have more women in those situations we are going to have like proper proper like development in terms of just nurturing the whole nation and mobilizing staff that's so beautiful i love all of that and it's all encompassing it's amazing so now i'd like to move to a segment that i like to call the abc's of your career so starting with a what was your amazing affluent aha moment in your career um i could go back back to childhood right yeah just when you kind of clicked like policy and government So yeah my aha moment was when I discovered Nancy Drew like for me it was just and I think that link, this links again to like uh, what I feel uh, feminine leadership is or something like that like this was amazing like this was this 16 year old okay in some other later books she was 18 but this is a 16 year old she was intelligent she was feminine like she did not um sacrifice any of her femininity but yet she was also like a proper sleuth like uh, she was intelligent as hell she was solving crimes and i don't know like just being in her world was amazing and just reading those books i remember the first the first book i ever read was i think the secret of the clock or something of the sort like just reading those books lit a fire within me and um i remember her father was a lawyer and she was like investigating like most of her investigations were her father's cases and i remember that's what really um, also like made me think of law <laughs> and i don't know like i i think i was aspiring to be sort of like a pi stroke lawyer in my youth but she really later find me like just reading those books i remember i have a whole collection of them and the fact that she was just she was really she was really bold and really fearless now it comes to be what was a bad business blunder that turned to a blessing it's it's quite like a package deal it's both mm. business and personal but my blunder was actually moving in with my best friends just right after college <laughs> and starting a business with them yeah and like so I think that really that was a huge blunder cuz it didn't work out. None of those things worked out. It was so sad like it's a very heartbreaking like uh, situation. Yeah. But then it also was a blessing because I really realized from that experience that I really don't need other people's validation for me to really like go after something. I should just offer the validation to myself. and really just fearlessly go after um what i aspire to achieve 
instead of trying to really force people to see your vision because you get disappointed along the run and uh, i think that was my biggest blunder ever but the blessing is that i realized i have this power within me to keep myself going that and it's okay it's okay even if you're like going at it alone like just don't be afraid be more brave in like going after your dreams that is so beautiful that's definitely a blunder turn to blessing wow see what was a comical cinematic moment oh my goodness uh you know like i wrote i wrote a rap song <laughs> okay was it any good did you publish it can we find it anyway can we listen let me tell you i actually went into a studio and recorded it like it was crazy nice. it was a rap song i think i i was i was eve you know like uh, your oh love uh, eve cameroon <laughs> yes i i wrote this song it was called go for it i remember i i recorded it i think it took like three takes i convinced one of my best friends to do background like vocals it was amazing i was hyped up in the studio and everything this was some time back so i remember it was burned into a cd <laughs> oh wow and i can't <laughs> even use those anymore that particular song was put on a cd i don't know why <laughs> maybe it was trash from the beginning okay anyway i remember i came home and um i was playing it like i was so hyped and i was trying to create some mystery around it so i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god i put it in the computer i was like oh my god you guys listen listen to this listen to this listen to this and i remember the, the minute it began the words that came out of my bro- little brother's mouth and he's a little boy like and he just said what crap is this <laughs> shame i'm so sorry your rap career ruined in the words of your brother i'm so sorry oh like oh okay i don't know i don't even know who that is so late tower and like after i've gathered myself i was like okay that's me i went and recorded this song oh my god like people laughed about that and people have been laughing about that ever since but it really um yeah it was a very comical moment at least you can laugh about it that's the thing that's the thing i love that because from that experience i feel like i end up laughing at myself a lot which i think is good like i feel like don't take yourself too seriously like just mm. do some even if it doesn't work out be able to laugh at yourself and also like it made me really even thinking about this and i'm thinking I was so fearless back then like I'm so happy like I'm coming back to the person I was back then because somewhere in between uni whatever you I started becoming more let's say shy and collected and I'm like oh no I don't want to do this mm. oh, no I don't yeah but I think I'm starting to get back to that <laughs> bring her back <laughs> amazing so now we're going to do the challenge the rest um pedro rodriguez philo i don't know that um yeah those are the, those are the <laughs> and okay. something with art i'm i'm so bad at art honestly like i just know the i just know very basic things <laughs> it's in india it's one of the seven wonders in the world shut up the it's It's a white man that swings on vines in the forest and not short of the jungle. Tarzan. Yes. Um someone who looks after kids. Anani. Yes. 
and um, one of the superheroes that does this. What? What was that? <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. And time's up. See, you got it. It was Spider-Man, yeah. Um, so it was Taj Mahal. You, oh yeah! What's my problem? <laughs> and then the last one was Avengers. Otherwise we did so well. We got three out of five. That's amazing. Like you are so good at explaining. Hmm. It's uh, it's sportswear. It's sportswear. All the uh, like elite uh, athletes have it. Nike, it's, Adidas. Yes, 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 yes. Um, it's it's an art piece. It's amazing. Like it's a woman. What crazy art piece? Like a woman. No smiling. No smiling. Mona Lisa. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, it's, um, it's, 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 uh, what is it called? It's, it's, it's in the desert. It's in the desert and, um, it's, it's there, but it's not. A mirage. Yes. <laughs> Time's up. <laughs> we got three out of five again. Now we come to the quick fire round. So I don't even send you these questions before. So you just have to think what comes off the top of your head. So. Okay. Are you a morning or an evening person? Evening. Two books that changed your life and you can't say Nancy Drew. Uh, Becoming by Michelle Obama. Though it's very recent, but it's really brought a lot of perspective into my life. And, um, oh yeah, Jane Austen, Pride and Prejudice. Oh, wow. It's so weird, but oh my God, I love that book. I've read it so many times. I have watched the movie so many times. And I feel like it just, it made me fall in love with literature. And your favorite kind of tea? My favorite tea is um, hibiscus tea right now. I'm really loving it. And three people that you would have over for dinner, dead or alive? I'd have my grandfather, my, my late grandfather for dinner. He was like a crazy entrepreneur. Like he did so much with barely no education. I'd love to to like speak to him right now. Or like a, now that I'm an adult, we lost him when I was very young. So I'd love to speak to him right now on like a number of things. That's one person. Um, I'd love to have Meghan Markle. <laughs> I just love her. <laughs> um, and uh, Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. Like oh. she is an amazing author. Like, even when I was thinking of Pride and Prejudice, I was just thinking, oh my God, there's, let's all be feminists. There's Americana, there's half of a yellow sign. So I would love to have her for dinner. I feel like she would be an amazing dinner guest. And last question, what is something in your daily routine or ritual that you could not live without? I feel, I feel like it's my, and this has just started recently, but now I feel like I cannot live without it. It's my morning sort of like meditation routine, but I, I feel like I'm, it's a bit far off by calling it meditation. What, what I do is I do a, be, a beginner's 10 minute yoga session, but mm. mostly what it is, is just setting my intentions for the day. Like I said, I'm an evening person. So my morning needs like a lot of intention setting for me to get moving. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today, Marsha. I really appreciate it. And I hope that you have a beautiful Sunday. And thank you for being such a wonderful guest. Oh my goodness. Like, thank you so much. I can't wait to see like what I'm blabbing about. <laughs>
Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I think Marsha is so absolutely wonderful and she is so passionate about helping people find their passion and she just seems like someone who is so positive and would just help you want to start. I'm so excited to hear that Marsha is slowly but surely finding her fearlessness once again. I think it's important for us to find people like Marsha who will help encourage and stoke the fire of fearlessness within us. Maybe even write a rap song. Who knows? You could be the next Kendrick Lamar or Cardi B or Nicki Minaj. I don't know if those are any of anyone's idols, but it's the ones that off the top of my head I could think of. Thank you.